Welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. This is Play One Bin for September 2018. Wow. I'm Hendo and this is Ben. Hello. It's been a month. And what a month. Yes, it's certainly been a month. I'll start off with my legion of stuff that I've been doing because it's vast. I apologise in advance. A lot of this is going to be quite quick fire, but whatever. So by system... I said last month that my want was to do a celebrity death run on Darkest Dungeon. Yep. And I certainly tried that. Are you still doing with it? Because you haven't haven't updated for a bit. No, the last time I updated the thread was the last time I played. I'll do a couple of runs here and there. Take screenshots of the funny little things it says. Like Bernard Manning has um, been meditating and stuff like that. That's it really. It's quite an easy dip in and dip out game. At the moment, I've had a full roster of dead celebrities and no one has died, which is quite unusual for Darkest Dungeon. But I am playing on the easiest difficulty, uh, which I did before, and it's still rock. It's, it's still unbelievably hard on the easiest difficulty. So whether that's got anything to do with it, but I don't think so. I think I've just been incredibly lucky with the RNG. I might go back to that at some point. I quite liked what I played, but I didn't feel like I understood it. I didn't feel like I'd got my head around it. I am still learning so much. Yeah. The, there's so many little mechanics in there that you're like, oh, right, okay. And there's things that I just don't understand and maybe I will do one day. I've also been going back and forth with Dead Cells, which remains amazing to play. And I think I spent about a month away from it and I came back in and just immediately snapped back into it. It just plays brilliantly. Once you remember one of the attack buttons, everything else falls into place and you're rolling and dodging all over the shop. Yeah. The last one on the Switch is me and you went back to Splatoon 2. Yeah, we did pretty well, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was good fun. Yeah, the uh, salmon run wasn't on, but... No. I don't know, maybe to save us both talking about it separately. I tried playing... After we played, I carried on playing a bit, or I went back to it a few hours later and, and played some more. I tried playing the single player as well, and I'm not really feel. I really liked the single player on the first game, and mm. I don't know if it's because I played that. I didn't really play a lot of Splatoon when I first got it, and then just before I was getting the Switch, as Splatoon Two was coming out, I started playing it to like get it played before Splatoon Two came out. So I raced through the single player, and I don't know if that's part of the problem, but I'm really not feeling the single player on um, Splatoon Two. Like the bosses are okay, but the rest of it, I don't. I don't think it's that good. But but yeah, it still is great. In multiplayer, some of the maps, the ones we played the other day, were there's a couple of them that were really, really good fun. Hmm. One or two have had a bit of a weird layout, but yeah, it's it's a great game. It's it's still still a great game, and um, I feel like I keep forgetting how much I like it and that I should play it. Yeah, I wish the the whole lobby system was better. That it's yeah. a bit of a pain for us to get in together, and then there's no guarantee that we'll be on the same team. In fact, most of the time we're on opposite teams. Yeah, but it's not like you pay for it, so, you know. Yeah, oh well. On the PlayStation, I played Destiny 2 because that was free. Yep. So I've never played a second of Destiny before, that or the original or whatever. It actually has really good shooting. Everyone says that, and I didn't believe them because I don't really rate Bungie's Halo stuff. That The way Halo feels doesn't feel particularly good to me. I know a lot of people do love Halo, but... It doesn't feel like Halo at all, and I can understand why people get addicted to it, but I got all the way through the tutorials and I, to the point of where the whole game opens up and you start giving your missions and stuff, and 
I was like, yeah, this is fine, but I'd probably want to go back to Warframe for one of those kind of grindy, looty shooters. Yeah, Destiny 2. Like, I played, I didn't hate Destiny 1, despite, I probably said out loud, I hate Destiny. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't, I actually, I played it quite a lot, and um, I, I had issues with how it was structured, and some, in some ways the second game sort of, you don't, or I haven't so far done the same area repeatedly as often. Whereas the first game is that you go to the moon, you do four levels on the moon, and all of them sort of start within an area, and you go through an area you've already been, the enemies will be in the same place, and so on and so on. It feels like that doesn't happen as much. It's like a hub, and then you go off, and a hub, and you go off. And so you're going in different directions, but you're starting in more or less the same place. That made it, a bit, in theory, a bit more interesting, but it just feels very flat. It's very slow and sedate, I think, Destiny. Um, but the multiplayer, like the PvP multiplayer, I think that feels a bit more Halo-ish. And a bit more, um, a bit more immediate and stuff. Not quite Call of Duty rapid fire or anything, but it's there's a bit more punch to the multiplayer. From what I played of the first one, I haven't played the multiplayer on the second. I don't think that multiplayer PvP stuff appeals to me at all. I'd rather, like as the game is intended, play that. But yeah, it seems fine. But yeah, you mentioned Call of Duty. I also played the Black Ops Four beta for the whatever it's called, the Battle Royale mode. That's okay. I guess yeah. I haven't played I was going to say I'm. that's the first Battle Royale game I've ever played but that's not true because I played PUBG on my phone <laughs> I think twice just for the sheer novelty of it yeah it seems fine I was absolutely turd at it I think I put about 10 games in and I died within about two minutes of each one pretty much I'm just like drop in see a guy run into a building oh, I'm going to have him because he's not going to have a weapon and I run into the house immediately behind him and he turns around and shoots me in the face. Like, where the fuck did you get a gun from that quick? One of the differences between that and PUBG seems to be that when you pick up a gun, it has some bullets in it, I think, and it reloads it straight away or it, it, it's just reloaded automatically, whereas PUBG, you need to add the bullets yourself. So yeah, if they pick up a gun, you haven't got any time. I feel like I've played PUBG because I've watched so many videos of it. And Fortnite as well. I've seen so many videos of Fortnite that I feel like I've played those games a lot. Mm. They've made a lot of improvements to the... Certainly on console, how it works. The UI and picking up stuff and inventory management and stuff like that. And it seems fine. I haven't played the last two Call of Duties, which is shit because I was a massive Call of Duty fan, but other stuff came along. Whether it will persuade me to buy it is a different matter. I would normally say, well, if the campaign's good, but that's not going to happen this one, so... Nope. I'll wait and see what the impressions and reviews come out like, and maybe I'll get it, but it's unlikely, I guess. If it was broken out as a free-to-play, I think I'd... I meant to try the beta, but I was trying to get through some other stuff, so I I never quite got around to it. But yeah, I'd be be tempted to, as a curiosity. That appeals to me more than Fortnite. Hmm. But it's not free, so I, you know, I can't. Seems like the, the future for that kind of thing. Yeah. Final one on the PlayStation is I went back to Bloodborne and I am very, very close to getting the Platinum on it. And it's the first game I think I've actually bothered chasing a Platinum and actually care. Not because of like, oh, I've got this trophy, but because it's a set of goals. Like, I have now 100%ed this game. I love it that much. And I did the top 10 review and I now regret having Dark Souls and not Bloodborne. I think it's one of the best games I've ever played. Definitely the best game of the generation. There was a bit of to and fro on the forum about the level design, 
and having gone through recently every single level in the game, I still stand by the level design that is fucking phenomenal. The chalice dungeons, they're like an optional thing that you need to do if you want to get the platinum. The level design is just average turd, it's just like corridors and rooms connected and that's it. Yeah. But the, the base game, the main game is the level design is incredible and everything is put in your path to really piss you off. So yeah, having someone say they found it really frustrating is like, yeah, that's kind of the point. It's not there to, to hold your hand, but yeah, it's I, just phenomenal. Everything about the sound design, everything, the, the way it looks. I've really got into the lore as well because of trying to make sure I've cleaned up every last item and character and stuff like that. And you end up working out more of the lore stuff. It's really cool. It's really intriguing. But I wouldn't have bothered had I not played the game that much. Yeah. Because it just goes completely past you. See, I've, I've tried it a bit in the past few months because it was on PS Plus. Yeah. And I feel like I need someone with me to play it so that they could just go, no, nah, not that way. Yeah. I know it's technically its own thing, but it's a few games into a series. Yeah. There's a shorthand there that I just I don't have. Maybe this thing I should just avoid, or maybe early on I should just not be fighting stuff. I should just be getting to a campfire. When I've got to a campfire, what do I do? Is this a campfire? Because there's things that I've found, and it seems to be a checkpoint but not a campfire. Or I can't do anything there anyway. I can't do anything with the souls or maybe i can i just don't understand how to do it yeah i think i'd need early on I'd, i could do with someone just sat there kind of going yeah what you need to do now is because i wasn't hating it and i really like the look of it mm. but yeah it, it just sort of dipping in dying a few times and just be like i just don't i just don't get it and then sort of moving on to something else i think i'd probably click more with it i don't think i'd get through it but i think i'd click more with it if i just had you know a parent <laughs> tell me what to do yeah that's pretty much what I've been doing with Sly knowing full well that he'll just get pissed off if he misses something relatively important so it's like right make sure you go down here because otherwise you'll miss this thing for all of its improvements to the formula it, it has one of the roughest starts because you can't level up until you well first of all you can't go to where you level up until you die yeah. Well, then you're going to die pretty quick. But you can't level up until you've seen the boss. So you could have built up a load of blood echoes or souls or whatever. Gone to the boss. You are more likely than not going to die the first time you see the boss. And then you can't level up until you've picking him back up again and then hopefully killing him. So when I started playing again from scratch on my brand new character, I just basically legged it into the boss room purely to see it expecting to die and I think I'm, I did kill it on the second attempt I think but yeah that's the one thing that people need to know if they've never played it before is you can't level up until you've seen the boss yeah that's that's news to me oh actually there is an item you can pick up but that's that's quite f- a bit further through it but yeah the, the general tactic is go and see the boss yeah yeah that's it for the PlayStation so the other thing is my new console This is a bit of a weird one because last month my want was... My want, uh, I was going to have a different want, which maybe I'll get to another time because it could take a while, I think. And the reason I was skipping over it is because I was talking with Sly and my want was I want an Xbox One. And I wanted to keep the recording fairly nippy 
And I thought, this is going to take some time. So I'm not, because of the person I was talking to, I was like, I'm not going to bring that up. I'm just going <laughs> to skip right over it. And like, generally, that is what happened. I was like, that is actually what I want, but I'm not going to mention that because we'll be here all day. So yeah, I, I was talking to a guy in work and we were talking about Gears of War and stuff and how much we both like Gears of War. And he's like, oh, have you got an Xbox? No, you should get one. And the more we talked about Gears of War, there was like, you know what? By the end of the shift, I was looking on Amazon and I was very, very close to buying one, looking at the price differences between the X and the S. And in the end, I didn't do it because I had the money, but it's like, well, that money could go somewhere else. I don't really want to... That's, that's a lot of money to just blow in one go. So uh, I held off and then me and Sly recorded the last month's Play One Bin and literally three days later, a package arrived at my house, which was an Xbox One. And I knew there was a package arriving. I didn't know any idea what it was. And someone has very kindly given me an Xbox One, an original Xbox One. And I was just like amazed that this thing arrived. My housemate was there when I opened the package. She was like, what the fuck? Who, who do you know? I was like, I, <laughs> I, I am amazed. So, although it was free, it cost me about 160 quid so far. Because uh, I spent 120 quid in game getting a pad, because I think the pad that came with it, one of the sticks, was a bit wobbly. And I got a headset, which is turd. Not that you're ungrateful or anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, the, the headset being turd is what I paid for. Yeah, it's the, um, like the PlayStation one is just like a, I think it's, it does its job, but it is just a one ear headphone like in ear mobile phone style thing though this is like a proper headset oh right and i've got the official playstation one and the sound quality is really really good i can quite happily play uh, games at night with that but the xbox one which is very very similar but um the sound quality is terrible it's just tinny as fuck so i bought that i bought another pad i bought a play charge kit and 60 odd quid from amazon for a external hard drive like two terabyte or five terabyte whatever it is and i got game pass subscription or i thought i got a game pass subscription and i started downloading shitloads of the games to the external hard drive and what it turned out there was a deal for two pound a month for new game pass subscribers so i was like all right great and no what it was is i had the two-week trial so two weeks later it ran out and i didn't have the money i've now got paid so i'm going to renew that so I've played a lot of stuff and when I put my account back on from my old Xbox, it was like, here's a load of 360 games you can download. So I tried Castlevania Symphony of the Night again. That remains brilliant. That didn't have my save on it. N Plus did have my save. I don't know what the difference is between some of these things. Uh, the two Keflings games, they didn't have my save on. I, I meant to just, I'll give these a try. And I just got addicted all over again. I started playing them again. Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which is the remake of the first Gears, and it looks incredible. It looks like Gears of War 4. Oh, right. I assume, for some whatever reason, I read that as um, it was all, not all, but you know what I mean, the first three. But yeah, just the first one. Yeah, that was the rumour that they were re- remastering the three and it was going to be in a pack, but no, it was just the first one. Uh, there's some new bits. Well, I think, I don't know how new they are. The, the PC exclusive stuff. There was like a couple of levels from the PC. Right. So some bits were new to me, but I played through that, the entire of it with random co-op partners. 
So that was a bit unusual. And Gears of War 4, which I played a little bit with my mate in work who was persuading me to get an Xbox. So I've now seen the opening to Gears of War 4 about five times and I still hate fighting the robots. They just suck. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed with 4. I was ready for... I don't mind the Gears of War games and this foot 4 starts fairly badly. I didn't like the characters. It does sort of... It does pick up at points. The end's pretty good. Right. It, it looks good, but playing on PC, it's sort of... Also, while it looks good, it doesn't look as good as I sort of was expecting. It feels like if it was built for PC as well as Xbox, rather than just porting it to the PC, it might look a bit better, but it, it has a look to it, like a cartoonish look to it that maybe wouldn't be there on a, a you know an actual PC version. But it, the things I don't like about it, I hope they fix, and it seems like they might be based on the very small bit of gameplay we've seen. Hmm. I'm still hoping that the uh, tactics game is going to come to console. I can't imagine it wouldn't. But yeah, why would you not put a Gears of War game on the Xbox? And especially an XCOM game, which XCOM works fine on consoles. Yeah, there's that. I still haven't finished it, but I'll go back to that when I um, my re-up my Game Pass subscription. Also downloaded Doom. Got about half an hour into that and went, yeah, that's fine. And I'm sure at some point it will click, but I didn't find it as amazing as everyone else does i know that's kind of heresy i hope it does click for you but maybe part of it is you're playing it removed from when it came out so when it came out it was a surprise and it was you know doom and it, it played its own way whereas now you've heard everyone bang on about it and it's it's I'm not saying it's not going to live up to that or anything but it seems fine perfectly fine i don't have any nostalgia for the original though so you know yeah and also halo master chief collection because the guy in work was really excited that I was going to be able to download that because he'd already bought it. So he wanted to go through every Halo game and uh, campaign with me. <laughs> and we, we got about halfway through the first one. And I was like, I really like Halo 3. I really want to play it. Just, just skip over to Halo 3. And then my Game Pass subscription ran out. So I went back to Bloodborne instead. Now, my want is more time. Although as absurd as that is because I've played a lot. But I'm going to skip quickly onto my bin, which is the Xbox UI and dashboard which is fucking abysmal as grateful as i am for the xbox and honestly believe me i am astonishingly grateful but that ui is terrible that needs scrapping completely just ripping apart and putting back together because you bounce between the playstation the switch and the xbox and there's very clearly the, the the shit one in terms of the ui it's just a mess there's just like icons all over the place and it's very slow and unresponsive but that could be because it's a a launch Xbox, maybe the X or the S is like dead zippy. Yeah, the S has got a better CPU, hasn't it? So maybe that does improve things a little bit. But it's just like the design of it. It's just I know they've redesigned it several times since it came out, but it's like every department of Microsoft has gone. Oh, you need to put this in it. So it's like all of these different things from Microsoft are all fighting for your attention, and it's just like now just put store my games friends you know whatever like even the a switch uh, albeit doesn't do as much stuff but i really like the way the switch works yeah there's something to be said for just being able to scroll across like i the 3ds and the wii i really like their ui just because it was just like here's everything it's just blocks on a screen and you pick what you want yeah i don't dislike the playstation one but because again it, it sort of works with just like you scroll across you find the thing you want but there are times where it's like I'm not entirely sure which row this is on or 
you know, mm. some of the options and stuff. It, it's not perfect, but it, it's one of the better ones, definitely. That's what I've been doing for the past month, so um, on to you. Okay, well, I guess I've been playing the uh, a couple of the bigger releases this month, so we'll start with Spider-Man, which is, it is good. I, I've been a bit... Uh, my hmm. uh, friend of mine's playing it as well, a couple of friends of mine playing it, but one of my housemates is playing it, and both my housemates have played through it, and I think one of them liked it possibly more than me but not as much as the other one the other one loves it he was really looking forward to it he got his playstation i think because it, spider-man was coming out and i don't think he's a huge spider-man fan but he just like the look of it it's all right i kind of it's basically <laughs> just the batman games it's it's arc yeah. of city and there's even a bit where it sort of changes and that's exactly like the bit in arc of city where arc of city changes getting across the city it's kind of the strength i guess of spider-man you could, it's it's not too bad like the it's, it feels pretty good all the swinging and stuff yeah but even that you could just go well, yeah but with Batman you just you know you flung yourself up in the air and then you glided down and then came back up and glided down and came back up and glided down and, and you know to get your pace and you could go all the way across the sea yeah and things will pop up as you're you're doing that like um, thug attacks and, and stuff like that like crimes essentially being committed and the city's broke up into sectors but it doesn't what is pretty cool is they don't gate the sectors there's no like Oh, but you can't go up into this half yet. It's you could go wherever you wanted. There's stuff to do in all of them straight away, and and so on and so on. It, it like it's a well-made game, and it might just simply come down to I prefer Batman to Spider-Man. I hadn't given it a huge amount of thought, mm. but it is it's colourful and there's humour to it without it being particularly funny. There's the um, the takedown things, the stealth bits of Batman are in here, but they're outdoor generally, or sometimes they're indoor in um, in Spider-Man. But later in the game, there's there's a few outdoor. Does it feel like the way it appears to me is like a developer went, how can we make Batman fit into the Spider-Man universe, like the Batman uh, gameplay and stuff? Yeah, I wonder how much of it is. They they feel like the uh, Spider-Man Two on the PlayStation. It feels like they've they've took huge cues from that as well. So it does feel like how do you make a super you know a superhero game? And so they've gone well this one and this one, and they've took elements from from both. Like you do feel. Like, the difference between Batman and Spider-Man as characters is, in Batman, in the Arkham games, when you would be able to leap, you know, when you're doing a combo and you're picking up speed and you're attacking and attacking and attacking, he sort of flings himself impossibly across a space to attack someone. Hmm. Spider-Man makes sense to do that because that's how he fights. He's, you know, he's really springy and bouncy and all that sort of stuff. So when you nail the combat, it has that sort of feel to it. You can keep pulling people up in the air and, and stuff. As such, it does feel like he lacks power compared to Batman. There's bits where it doesn't feel it exactly the same, but it does feel like... Uh, you know how Platinum games tend to feel fairly similar? Yeah. So they kind of have this dodge mechanic, like a witch, mecha- witch time, essentially, from Bayonetta, but they put that in everything. Mm. It's, it's that sort of a thing. Like, if you told me it was the same developer doing a different thing, you go, oh, that makes sense. It feels sort of similar. It feels like Metal Gear Rising. But, yeah, the story's pretty good. Like, the... I think part of my issue with it is that I started doing side missions, which seems like a lot of people did. Um, there's loads of stuff to find in the city and, and stuff to distract you. And it's sort of, as you're going from A to B, it will throw stuff in your way. Or it'd be like, you know, there's a crime going on or something like that. If you don't do them, you'll sometimes hear, you could turn this off, I think, but you'll hear people ring up J. Joma Jameson's podcast or radio show, whatever it is, and be like, yeah, Spider-Man was in the area and he just fucked off. He didn't, he didn't help. <laughs> I can't believe it. So that stuff, it's kind of funny, but it, it sometimes makes you feel like you have to do these things if they come up, otherwise you're going to get moaned at. And I'd heard a couple of people say that if you're trying to 100%, you know, the areas, if you miss one early on, not, it doesn't actually happen, you've got plenty of opportunity, 
but you might be waiting for that to come back or to come back up. You might be waiting mm. while just swinging around the sea. It, my experience as I'm at the end of the game is is that you're not waiting that long. But there is a couple of areas where I've done no crimes, just have not been in that part of the city for hours and hours and hours. So the only issue, uh, proper issue I had with the gameplay was some of the controls. It's fine generally when you're flying or flying when you're swinging around. It's when you need to be precise. So if you're tracking something or if you just need to climb down a wall or something like that, Spider-Man could be a really fiddly. You can leap off things when all you want to do is take a step. And so I've failed a couple of things because I'm just trying to inch up the wall and instead he's pulled himself up and backflipped over an enemy and got spotted. Yeah, and the same, It's I don't know if this is a 30 versus 60 frames per second thing, but there's times where I feel like I've pressed a dodge and it's not dodged. I've been locked in an animation, whereas actually it's really, really good for the most part of breaking out of animation so you can dodge and pull yourself away because, again, it makes absolute sense for Spider-Man to be able to do that. Hmm. But yeah, the, the story's well done. It's not the greatest story I've ever told or anything, but those story missions are mostly pretty good. The stealth sections where you don't play as Spider-Man, I don't like any of them. Some of them are like not awful, but I wouldn't say I enjoyed playing any of them. There is the argument that it at least breaks up the game. You're not doing the same thing over and over. It's just a bit of a respite. Maybe that's worth it compared to just playing solidly as Spider-Man for what 20 hours or something i'd argue that you came to it because you wanted to play a spider-man for the whole thing yeah what i'd be sort of interested to know i don't know anyone who's, who's really really big on spider-man lore they do some stuff in it and i wonder if okay did that happen is that how it happens because my understanding on some of it is that this person is this and this person is this person like did they these two people did they know each other did they used to work together or is this something you know having somniac took liberties with this story a little bit or is it like, actually, yeah, they're just pulling from this timeline and this timeline. It's a very dangerous thing for someone to go messing around with comic book, um, taking liberties for stuff like that. Yeah, but at the same time, they've changed stuff so many times. Like Mary Jane, her job, I think, is different than I've ever heard her do. But then I've seen the old cartoon and the films. So I've hmm. not read a lot of, com- of um, Spider-Man comics, so... It may be that this is uh, no, absolutely. This she had this job, and some of the other. I'm trying not to spoil who's in it or anything, but yeah, there's there's particularly there's a point right at the end, like the post credits cut scene, that I was a bit like, oh right, I didn't realise that person. Maybe they did, but that's not my understanding. I'm just, this is really difficult. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to talk about, but yeah, my understanding of this particular villain that they're trying to set up is that it isn't that person that's tied to that villain if that makes sense but um, but they leave plenty of villains that they haven't touched there's like yeah there's a lot that there's ones i've heard of and like i say i'm not a huge fan of it beyond like the cartoon and stuff that that just aren't in it there's plenty of stuff they can do it's good i'm not seeing it as um game of the year or anything but it's um it's a well-made game i prefer the batman games but again i think i probably just would because it's batman yeah and that appeals to me more. And again, I'm not a huge Batman fan, but I've I've read a couple of the books and seen the films and stuff. So the other big game this month, I, and this is a really good game, and it's it's not getting played by enough people. Dragon Quest Eleven. Mm-hmm. It starts off a little slow and a little too uh, nice, I guess. Like it's obviously it's Dragon Quest. It's not Shin Megami, so it's not you know it's not going to be bleak and and stuff. It's colourful yeah. and upbeat music and uh, monsters that'll talk to you. Yeah, it gets there. So it starts off, I think, possibly deliberately starts off being this ultra twee nonsense with no meat to it. And then it just takes a turn fairly quickly. It it, it shifts. And 
you are basically um, you're basically Jesus, I guess. You're the <laughs> you're the luminary who saved the world and sacrificed himself, but you're reborn and you don't really realize or your character your character doesn't speak which is a bit of a shame but yeah you you don't realize it but you're being told that you are and not everyone sees you as a hero some of them blame you for what's happened and they see you as the bad guy and it's i I think what's happened is the bad guy has corrupted people rather than just being a different take on the events in the way that spider-man is you know is he for good is he for bad dragon quest 4 deconstructs like you play as the sub-characters of a typical JRPG, so you play as a shopkeeper and things like that. All right. Dragon Quest IV is fantastic. It's really, really short bits, and it all comes together. Five deals with legacy and, and stuff. Is five is one of the greatest games ever made. Nine is just a fairly straightforward story. Oh, sorry, eight is a fairly straightforward story. Nine has no story that I remember to it, and I was sort of worried that this is that this one was following from nine and just not having anything to it beyond just ah, oh, you're a hero, go and save the world. Yeah, but it, I think it is getting some to places now and there's a few not everyone gets a happy ending and there's yeah there, there may have been a little bit of genocide but you know, mm. it's it's cool it's it looks like it's not Shin Megami but it's um it's not quite as colorful as it looks but yeah gameplay wise it's Dragon Quest it's very similar and and that was my issue with it early on was it felt and this is my own fault because since 8 came out I've played and finished 8 9 four five six most of the way through seven or about halfway through seven finished one started two so the only one i hadn't finished was three that i could play and that's in the space of like 10 years or so or maybe a bit longer so 15 years or something so that's kind of my own fault that it feels hmm. a bit familiar is that yeah i've played a lot of them whereas if i just played eight nine and then this then it, it would be it'd just be a nice old jrpg but they update a few things but it, it sort of feels familiar um, which is not a bad thing. I watched that thing Ed posted with the guy, uh, Tim Rogers, was it, with his weird voice? Oh, yeah. And he refers to it as being like a bedtime story that you dip in for an hour. And that might not be the worst way to play it in some ways. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's really good. I'd, I'd like to talk more about it, but I know we're up against the clock. But I, I could quite happily go on and on about Dragon Quest. It's a series I particularly like. Very quickly, this one. I played a game. It's really cheap on the eShop. It might go off sale by the point this comes out but it was last time i checked it was still like 90p it's a game called one strike and it's by some publisher that's done a lot of there's like a shitty looking bomberman knockoff that's on there for like 89p that's there oh, as I've well seen that, yeah yeah one strike is i forget what game it is it was a really really old game that i don't think it's okay karate but anyway, it's, it's um one hit kill type fighting game and you're playing as different sword users. It's got a pixel art sort of style to it, like an old... It must be specifically based on this old game that I cannot remember the name of. Yeah, and it's all sort of feudal Japan-themed in the background and stuff. It looks... It's actually got a really good look to it. And it's just quite precise and cool, and you you have an attack and a, a sort of parry stance and stuff, and really simple controls. And yeah, it's like if you land the first hit, you've won. And you can set it so there's multiple rounds, so it's not just, you know, game over. But yeah, I, I played through that a couple of times. It's it's really, really good. I could see a a one night with a friend playing it and then just you'd never touch it again because there's not enough to it. But for, for 90p, it's, I quite enjoyed that. Uh, I've gone back to... Um, I've been meaning to play this for years. Rayman Legends I've had on the Wii U since more or less I got a Wii U. I actually played it at a, a preview event years ago with Spatula. Really liked it and I've had it on other platforms because it was on PS Plus or whatever and just refuse to play it there because I want to play Wii U version seems the way to play it so yeah I 
it's my Wii U was hooked up. Uh, I wanted a break from Spider-Man and Dragon Quest, and, and so I was playing some Rayman, and it's still good. And it weirdly looks fantastic on a 4K television, even though it's not 4K. It really holds up. It feels a bit like a runner at times, because it kind of is, and the Rayman Runner game was, was good fun, I thought kind of want to uh, keep sort of slowly dipping into that but I'm glad I've, I've put a bit of time into it even if I doubt I'll see the end of it because I think there's a lot there but yeah it's got that thing of you could get to the end before you get to the end in the way that Mario kind of does it as well of other 3D Marios of you need you know you've unlocked this level you've unlocked this level you've unlocked this level whereas you're kind of just going level to level to level to level to level rather than you're not doing the thing that's just unlocked you're not you know taking the new opportunity just as it comes up you're doing everything or so far i've been doing everything so i could probably finish it quicker if i if i didn't but yeah it's still it's still a good game yeah i really like the recent raymonds i've I've never played the uh was it playstation one i presume the original ones yeah the original was 2d which is just rayman and rayman 2 i think and rayman 3 was rayman 3d i think which was like yeah ps1 and dreamcast Right. PS2 port as well. I've never played any of the old ones, but the uh, the last two, I guess, and the runner, yeah, yeah really good fun, and they look incredible. Yeah. as you said, yeah. So the other game is is Hollow Knight, which I've it's the definition of a mixed bag. Yeah, it was going to be my bin for this month in two ways because right. the game itself, I was toying with like maybe I'm just done with it. I saw Real Dog post, and he's basically kind of going, yeah, maybe I'll go back to it, but maybe not. And he's mm. just sort of done with it. When everything fits together, I, I really like it. Um, when you know where you go in and you're sort of playing through, it's, it's really good fun. And totally, I quite like it. And the, the combat's fine and, and stuff. When it's too vague, I don't really like it. And I wasn't initially too bothered by the Souls aspect of it until it mattered, until I'd lost stuff. Yeah. I don't see what it adds to the game. Like, I understand it in a Souls and Bloodborne, what it adds there. But for Hollow Knight in particular, because the save rooms are, are further back, the money isn't necessarily that important. There's points where it is, but for most of the game, you're walking around with this money that you're not going to spend. It just seems like an, an irritation. And I would there's times where it's like, I'd, I've just gone to explore, and now I've got to go back to that area just to go back on myself, because that is clearly not the way to go yet but I've got to go back in. And where it does it as well, sometimes it puts it in the room before you died, sometimes it puts it right where you died, which is some tricky puzzle, and you just have to, like, loads of spikes or something, you just can't get that back. Yeah. There are ways you can find uh, some food that you give to a creature if you find find out how to get to or into that room. Then you can just pull your thingy back but for most of the time it's not important enough it's not worth the cost of getting the food to get your your ghost back so yeah the the souls aspect of it takes a lot away from hollow knight once it becomes important in my opinion it's already got enough difficulty to it It doesn't need this just because it's a trend which is also what i was going to put in as a bin was (laughs) souls mups but not in you know but just the trend not the games that are built specifically around it i have no issue with that just it doesn't need to be in everything and i think the 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 souls thing in it makes sense because at certain points you'll go back to different shops and they'll have loads of stuff in there if it wasn't for that you just roll up with your massive bank of all sorts of money you've collected and you just buy everything in one go and so i think it wants you to not have all of your cash 
with you at all times. Yeah. Because otherwise you just roll in, buy everything, and then that'd be it. Yeah. I think that's the justification anyway. I, I get that, but with the with how difficult it is to find stuff anyway, because of the map system, I don't yeah. think that's an issue because there's so much stuff that you like I've managed to do a boss that you're supposed to have I think you had the same issue possibly. I didn't have to double jump. And there's something else that I'm clearly missing, some sort of I've got the dash, but I haven't got this like weird shadow dash or something that I'd watched a video and they had that. So there's stuff I just completely missed and they had more health than me, they had more magic than me. All that stuff I've just missed. And that it's kinda of cool that you can get through the game not having that stuff. But when you're then you know, it's it's a deterrent to exploring and yeah. I don't know. It doesn't need both, I don't think. Yeah, I think the, the, the lack of direction is the biggest downside to it. Yeah. But then I guess they are going for that soul swing of we're not going to tell you where to go. So, but in a Metroidvania, you kind of expect it at this point. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm. I maybe don't like the layout as much or the map system, but I've no issue with. There's points in every Castlevania and Metroidvania, or whatever, that you're just like, all right, I'm not into. Oh, oh yeah, there's that space up there that you know. You just look at the map and seeing which bit you haven't filled in, just looking mm. for a, a, a gap in the wall that you haven't managed to get through or something that's what i've played so my want i guess might also include hollow knight i guess but i'm going on holiday in a, a couple of weeks and last year i took uh, i took my switch and i took my uh, 3ds there was a couple of games i played through on the switch one of them i just couldn't do i think it's called pan pan or something like that. i just didn't understand the logic of it i just embarrassed myself with it play through the metroid game and that, that was a great game i really really enjoyed that i, I prefer it to uh Hollow Knight, actually. Hmm. This year, I don't know. I don't know what to take. I've got Shin Megami on the go. I guess I've got like Football Manager and Splatoon single player and, and so on and so on. Possibly Hollow Knight, Octopath Traveler. But I kind of want something new and and you know. So that's that's my want is I need I need to find a game to uh, that's going to be suitable for a, a couple of flights and a week on holiday. I would recommend Dead Cells. See, I don't know because of Hollow Knight. Yeah, it's a similar sort of thing. Mm, that's true. What I was thinking was the uh, WarioWare game, but but it might be I've got I've got the um, Rhythm Heaven, however it's called, the last version of that that I never stuck to and never finished. So maybe I might take that. Sort of that's the problem. It's not on the Switch, is which yeah. I'm fine with. I like the 3DS, which is also going to be one of my bins. People that piss and moan about the 3DS, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I need to find something. I don't know what because there is stuff coming out that I want to play, uh, like Fist of North Star and, and things. But it's it's on the wrong platform. But yeah, so that's my my bin. Like I said, I, I was toying with sticking Souls like elements and stuff that don't really need it. Mm-hmm. People moaning about the 3DS game games, <laughs> Neo Gaff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to go with Nintendo charging for online, which, as I said in the the forum, I appreciate. Nintendo are only doing what Sony have done and Microsoft did. I blame if I blame anyone for it, I blame Microsoft to be honest because they were the first ones to do it. Yeah. The difference being when Sony did it, they they sort of people were already paying for PlayStation Plus because it had this game subscription stuff, and so most people just were like, "Well, I'm already paying for it, so you know it's hard to get angry about." Nintendo, I don't think have done enough to justify it, and it's as simple as that with it. I also feel Nintendo more than other people. The other companies, at least, have... They don't necessarily have an obligation for this, but playing Splatoon and seeing people... We were good at that, not because we're great at Splatoon. We were good at that because 
other people we were playing against were 10. <laughs> yeah. And that's the difference of if, if I want to buy this, I, I can. Whereas they've, Nintendo have created this sort of safe place for people to play online. When I think of, it's not even just kids, but like parents and stuff, people who don't play a lot online can dip in and out on a Nintendo console and play a bit of this game because there's not going to be anyone shouting racist abuse at them, not going to be anyone making homophobic slurs, there's not going to be people making fun of their parents, disability, stuff like that, not going to get attacked by things. They could just play and dip in and play some Smash, play some Mario Kart, play some Splatoon, except now they can't because it has to be a commitment because they have to pay for it. So you've got this community of people and it's something you could see in Splatoon with the pictures, people basically saying goodbye to each other because they couldn't play anymore. They wouldn't be able to play the game because they can't play online, so what are they going to do? They can't play. This, that game is done now. And that's mm. that's shitty. That's a shitty thing to do. And it's not because they have an obligation, it's because they had that thing set up and now they've taken it away. That, I think, is is not a good thing. And like I said, they're just doing what other people have done, which is it's hard to blame them for it, but the way they've gone about it is not very good. Plus, the games you're getting as part of subscription aren't any good. I'm sure people will say Zelda's good and so on and so on. I played Double Dragon, which is one of my favourite games as a kid. Uh, that's not a very good version of it at all. River City Ransom is a really good concept, but it just the combat isn't very good. Yeah. There's a few other games on there as well, which, uh, I mean, there's some just some bad games. Balloon Fight is still a bad game. Ice Climbers is a bad game. These games, have, I don't know why Nintendo keep bringing them back, because they are not good games. And I don't have the fondness for the old 2D Marios that other people do. Uh, and I played them as a kid. I just, you know, it's not my kind of games, I guess. I just don't think it should have happened. It's as simple as that, really. And I know it could be justified, but I don't like it. And I, I think it's a shame. I can't really disagree with any of that, to be honest. I was kind of expecting some big update when it came out of... Uh, if you pay, you get this whole new section, like a, like a lobby chat system or something would be nice. Or some kind of icon that at least showed that something had changed. But nope, it's, it's just like the Switch, except now you can play online. Otherwise, if you don't pay, you can't. And that's it, really. It's not even launched with anything, has it? It's it's like it's not like um, they launched it with Smash or or something. Mm. So, and it's been one of the things that's annoyed me is listening to um, podcasts, or Giant Bomb in particular, and people them being like, "Well, it's you know, it's like two pound a month or, or two dollars a month or whatever it is." So uh, that's nothing. You kind of go, "Oh yeah, for like for you," although you're also saying you're not going to pay for it because it's not worth it. So I, I don't know. I, I just think that's not how much it costs a month is not the point because Xbox Live doesn't cost that much a month, PlayStation Plus doesn't cost that much a month, you get all three, it doesn't cost that much a month it's the price of a couple of coffees a week it's not the cost, it's the, the principle sometimes And yeah, I just think that's it's a dismissive attitude that. but if they don't have a problem with it, they don't have a problem with it I guess, but you know Yeah. so we move on to the forum, so first of all let's hear from Blakey's Play Spider-Man been looking forward to this for an awfully long time. Every indication is that it's excellent and I can't wait to get stuck into it. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Whilst I'm not as excited about this as Spidey due to it being the third in a trilogy, I still can't wait to play it and find out if they've righted the wrongs of Rise of the Tomb Raider. You've already mentioned Spider-Man and uh, yeah, he seems to like it. So a few people have been playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider uh, and they all seem to be saying the same thing which is that it seems to have less combat in it or at least they play down the combat a bit more which uh, is an interesting sort of track to take with it I will I think probably pick this up just to finish off the trilogy, it doesn't sound like the best one of the three and I wasn't itching to play another one but I did play the last one fairly late last year I think so 
I was kind of hoping that it would drop in price quite quick, like it maybe wouldn't do too well and drop in price, not out of any spite or anything, just I was hoping to pick it up before my internet gets turned off when I move house and I could just play through Tomb Raider whilst I've got no internet. But uh, it seems to be doing well enough that that's not happening. But yeah, it, it's it's one to get around to. It doesn't sound like it's the, the best of the three, but it doesn't sound like it's a bad game either. Yeah, and uh, we'll hear from his want. Red Dead Redemption 2. Gotti Contender. Rockstar's first current-gen game. Cannot come soon enough. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. As an AC Mega fan I always cannot wait for the latest entry in the series and with this continuing in the same vein as AC4 and Origins. I'm really hyped to see what new adventures and places I can visit. That's two massive open world games, that's going to be a lot of time investment I think. Yeah, particularly as the last Assassin's Creed is apparently the better part of 100 hours. Yeah. And I think Red Dead's going to be huge as well. I think I'll probably give both of those a miss particularly this year I've got the last Assassin's Creed to play at some point Rockstar's games don't really do anything for me so I, I, unless I see something of it that I, makes me really want to play it I'll I'll probably skip Red Dead and, and finish some RPGs that no one else is playing I'm really looking forward to Red Dead I sporadically like Rockstar's games but Red Dead 1 or Red Dead Redemption 1 then I really enjoyed yeah onto his bin Sunset Overdrive with no Xbox at home and me returning to the UK on the 10th, this is going to get binned. Not the biggest Xbox fan in the world, Blakey. No, well he was for a, about a week. Onto Ill Dogs play? I'm playing fucking everything at the moment. I'm in a little competition on true achievements. So far I've spent time on Chariot, Gallage, So Many Me, Graveyard Keeper, Tetris Ultimate, Boom Boom Rocket, Viva Pinata, Shikondo, Soul Eater, Dangerous Golf, Geometry Wars 3, Gears of War 2, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, Guacamole, Valiant Hearts, Assassin's Creed, Roundabout and Assassin's Creed Chronicles, China. Played a lot, like me, he's uh, been through for quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, he's included a Gears of War in there as well. Geometry Wars 3, I felt like a lot of people didn't play and that was, I quite liked that, I thought it was a good game. Valiant Hearts is uh if you haven't played it the end of that is a bit of a gut punch it's uh it's an interesting not all of it's particularly fun to play but it's a really good game and i hope ubisoft haven't abandoned those small little projects although i don't think there's been one this year so maybe but i really like child of light as well they did at the same time yeah i I really like valiant hearts is there a small want section just spider-man and shadow of the tomb raider this month i think he's playing spider-man now isn't he as we record this and Tomb Raider, I think. Definitely Tomb Raider, maybe not Spider-Man, I'm not sure. And his, uh, his bin. So Menemy, I fucking hate it. It's one of these puzzle platformers that's really spread out and has a million possibilities that are based on trial and error. My brain doesn't work like that at all. I struggle like fuck with it and I nearly killed everyone alive in a three mile radius. So it got deleted. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. No, I've, I don't think I've heard of it. Or maybe I have, but... No, no, no idea. On to Chimay and his play section. Divinity Original Sin 2. Hands down the best RPG I've ever played. I'll probably play through this again now the Definitive Edition is out with different characters. Slay the Spire. Deck Building Crack. Played more of this than most games this year. Doesn't help I have it installed at work. I have the original... I say the original Divinity. The original Divinity Original Sin... I sort of started it, um, you start off on a beach I think if I remember right, and it, it seemed pretty cool but I had like Pills of Eternity 
or maybe Wasteland or something at the same time. I had a bunch of those those games all at once. I've heard nothing but good things about Original Sin 2, and I really, really want to play it, but I kind of want to play through the one that I've got first, and that's obviously not happened. Maybe I'll just bite the bullet and start Original Sin 2, but yeah, I, I kind of... Western RPGs like that I, are games I really want to uh, put some time in, but they're sometimes so big and, and dry that it, it can be difficult to force yourself to start but once you get into them stuff like fallout uh, witcher even you get into them and you know you lose your life to them and he does say the the hands down the best rpg he's ever played so mm. that's pretty good well i don't know i don't know how many rpgs he's played so. if i'd have said that, <laughs> that that's that's not much just to go by yeah i want it i will pick it up at some point i think yeah and his want spider-man this will probably go on the Christmas list, to be honest. Another one for Spider-Man? Yep. And his bin section. My PS4. It's just gathering dust at the moment. At least until Red Dead arrives. Destiny 2 whatever the latest expansion is called. Bungie may never learn, but I have. Doesn't seem to like Destiny 2 a lot. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because a lot of the stuff that people have been talking positive about or saying positive things about it's been the dlc all the expansions and stuff whereas i don't know if any of that is seen in the um any of the improvements find their way into the main game or if it all just seems a bit confusing or, or what I, it's been a while since i've played it but maybe it's something the improvements are better for the people who have played it rather than the people coming to it new we move on to jim and his play section Zelda, Breath of the Wild. As an idea I think it's great and the move to the open world is a good fit for a 3D Zelda game. The exploration is the best thing about the game for me. It's also satisfying scaling the various environments in the game. Pinball FX3 on Switch. Currently just playing Sorcerer's Lair which is the free table that comes with the base game. Already played this table a lot on PS4 but the Switch version has sucked me right back in. Picross. Effing love Picross and the Switch is the ideal machine for it. Yeah, I'm with him on Picross. Picross on the Switch is uh, excellent. I have very few puzzles left to go on it, so then I'll get the second one. And uh, I'm glad to hear he's enjoying Zelda. That's uh, that, that sounds good. Yeah, he was summoning R in a bit about getting a Switch, so I'm glad he's... He's been working through some uh, indie games as well on there, or so, uh, some of the smaller games. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's been playing uh, Yoko's Island Express. Uh, that's mm. a good one. Onto his one section... Mario Party. Maybe, I've always quite liked the Mario Party games. I'm probably in the minority on this in the forum. And I think this would be a good local multi-game to play. Not sure I want to spend £40 on it though. Spider-Man. Everything I've seen about this looks fantastic. It will be getting picked up at some point. Not sure when yet, though. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. The first two games are in quite an exclusive list of games I've completed on PS4 and I'd like to see how Lara's adventure continues. I think it might drop in price quite soon after launch so probably going to hold fire until the new year. It's very disturbing that people um, people on the forum like Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, to be fair he's got a family, maybe it's just something to play you know, with the wife and kids but... Uh, yeah, I don't like Mario Party but someone must do there must be something there because people like it and Jim isn't one of those people who will like it just because it's a Nintendo thing like it, it there must be something appealing to him mm. and onto his bin section Zelda Breath of the Wild and now for the bad I don't like this game I know it's a good game but I don't like it I don't like the fact that it never lets me feel any good at it just when I think I've got the hang of it 
Something comes along and one hit kills me. I find the weapon breaking infuriating. As fun as the exploring is, it can also become a walking and climbing simulator at times. I feel bad for not enjoying it, and I guess the problem is more me than the game. I've never gotten along with open world explorers like this or Skyrim and Fallout. For the moment, I'm going to stick with it but I think it is going to get traded back in soon and deleted from my system. Fears that he doesn't actually like the Zelda that much. There is a uh, WhatsApp group with uh, a few of us for MF Gamers, and he just piped up one afternoon with, I think I fucking hate Zelda. And my reaction to that was simply the word nope. And there's a few of us going, nope, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong. To be fair, I can understand why people don't like the uh, weapon degradation and stuff. And it's a very harsh Zelda game. It's a very harsh game in general. Yeah. But for some reason, it called to me. I haven't played it, but I, it's nice to know there's someone. I suspect I wouldn't like it. I don't tend to like the Zelda games. Uh, I've liked a couple, but yeah, I, I would be surprised if you loved it. To be honest, yeah, with the stuff that it's it's got, you know, the weapon degradation and all that sort of stuff. I, I, I just, yeah, I'm glad you can all target Jim and I can just <laughs> stay in the background on this one. Yeah, onto Wevo 2.0. I've mostly been playing Okami HD on the Nintendo Switch. I can see the Zelda comparisons, but it's enough of its own game to stand out from other adventure games. There certainly is a Nintendo attention to detail that's hard not to admire. I can see this being in my top 20 of all time once I'm done. I've also been playing F1 trading card game on iOS. I played this for about 6 hours before I realized that there's no point to any of it and nothing that I was doing meant anything so I deleted it. Uh, yeah, Akami HD, I, well, Akami was a fantastic game. One of my favorite ever games actually and it's, um, it's too big for its own good. I'm glad that people have managed because I think a lot of the HD when it first got the HD port a lot of people still ignored it it seems like oh, with this generation a few more people have have played it I'm glad he seems to be uh, well he's really enjoying it by the sounds of it mm. yeah it's, it's a fantastic game I'm glad it still sort of holds up it's one that I'd like to play again but realistically knowing how long it is I never will and also how many games like that I've not played it would make sense if I want a game like that Maybe I should go and play one of the, the Zeldas or something that I've not started properly or I've only played a bit of or I've not played at all rather than going and playing Akami for a second time. Yeah, and uh, his want? I want to live in a world in which Mario Party is fully online with voice chat and a nice bean bag to slouch on would be cool. I'd also love a 3DS a game to be able to play so many great games I've missed out on or that I just miss. Again, another Mario Party, I don't get it, but you know. <laughs> Everyone's different. Yep. And on to his bin. Destiny 2. I tried it for free like everyone else but fuck. It's so boring. It's unreal. Has a terribly shallow story ever been told in such a monotone way? I think not. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Again, Destiny 2 is uh, divisive it seems. I mean, regardless of why my thoughts on it, what I do agree with is the way the story's told. Like I, when we were talking about it earlier, I, I was saying it just feels a bit flat and something about the tone in that game that just doesn't quite land it's just not the beats aren't quite deep enough on it it's a bit it's like touching something that's got a plastic cover on it like if someone doesn't take the plastic sheets off a couch or something like that it's, it feels like that except in a story that's a bit abstract i apologize but i don't <laughs> know how else to explain it yeah fair enough i i think i understand that's a different class in his play section enter the gungeon i'm still on this 
I've finished it with every character and even done the Gungeons and Dragons content that was added this year but I'm still playing it. I haven't done a run yet that includes doing everything in one go so I attempt that from time to time. It's just such a fun game. Dead Cells. I'm a bit further in this but I'm still to get to the end boss. I find myself distracted by getting a new ability or finding a new secret, so I'm rarely focusing on a run to the end but I should focus on that more. Hollow Knight. This month I've been really getting into Hollow Knight. I'm kinda mostly loving how it doesn't have a defined path through it. It's a harsh game that doesn't offer a lot of conveniences, but I have enough time on my hands to not mind that too much at the moment. Yeah, he's put some serious time into into the gungeon. I think it's like 250 odd hours was the last time I looked. It's probably well, maybe twice that now, I don't know. It's uh, something ridiculous. Yeah. Every time I go on the Switch, he's on it playing Enter the Gungeon. Dead Cells, again, he's, he's really into Dead Cells. Yeah, and, and Hollow Knight as well. I, th- I think I, in the thread I posted, or maybe he posted, like, this is one of the best games ever, and I was like, I hate this. Huh. <laughs> it was like within a minute of each other or something. I can see the appeal. Dead Cells, maybe I, maybe I should have gone with Dead Cells rather than Hollow Knight. Uh, much of a muchness. I don't hate Hollow Knight, and you can see why he'd like both. Hmm. Onto his want. Marvel's Spider-Man. I've not looked into it too much but the general sense I get is, they did it, looking forward to picking this up sooner rather than later. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I've heard some negative things about this, but nothing concrete enough to put me off. Seems like vague criticisms from people who play too many games like this. Another one for Spider-Man and uh, Tomb Raider, that seems to be a popular one this month. Yep. Answer has been. My Switch Joy-Cons if the analog sticks. I think I've kinda busted them playing 260 plus hours of Gungeon. Not surprising he's busted his Joy-Cons. Yeah, uh, this is a general complaint. I know this isn't what he's saying, he's just saying he's, he's knackered his analog sticks. I do kinda hate the Switch controls. The D-pad for Hollow Knight has been a real, real problem for me. I've actually been playing it with a third-party controller more often than not on my TV, which is not how I want to play it. I want to play it on the handheld, but I just do not like that. I was going to say D-pad, but that's the problem. It's not a D-pad. So I don't know if there is like a, a, a thing you can stick on it that makes it work as a proper D-pad. But for fighting games and 2D games, I just I think it's a terrible, terrible controller. Yeah, it doesn't really affect me because I, I always have the Switch in TV mode and with the Pro Controller. Mm. Which was uh, the best £60 I've ever spent because that battery just goes. Yeah. Onto Sly and his play section. Bloodborne. Not really had as much time to devote to this as I would have liked. I could have finished by now but I've been doing all the optional stuff. Spent a bit of time helping randoms as well as I've been pottering about and fought a good section of the game's bosses multiple times. I might put Rom on my Christmas card list I know him that well now. EDF 4.1 been sauntering through normal mode with Regemond whenever our schedules are both clear and we can get on. Still enjoying the B-movie cheese and the completely absurd lines the game kicks out. Pinball FX3. I've been playing this weekly since it came out. I've been hitting it a lot harder recently. I've been working my way up the leagues now they're fully populated from the lowest to about the mid-table leagues. Reckon there's going to be an influx of players when the Williams tables finally hit. Yeah, so I've been playing Bloodborne quite a bit with him and watching him stream and him watching me stream. I'm glad he's enjoying it. I was kept expecting him to give up because he kept threatening to give up. As of career recording, he is right at the end. So good on him for that. Yeah, and within oh, it was about a month he's been playing it, maybe a bit more, but it's yeah. pretty good going. I don't understand Nerf Defense Force. 
I it's weird seeing him. I forget who else is playing it with him at the minute. Regiment. This is what confuses me with it. Is it seems genuine, like they genuinely like it. They're genuinely enjoying it. It's not this ironic, like yeah, it's shit, but it does this and it's so shit it's good like I understand games like that. I don't know that you play a lot of it but and that's what I don't get because if it was ironically liking it I think I could sort of go yeah maybe my tolerance for it is just outweighs or underweighs the uh, you know the irony but I just don't think they're good games and particularly this one because this is the one that I played and yeah I, I don't know I, I wish I saw what what they see but I just I just don't I hated my, uh, my time with it I thought it was really boring I didn't hate it actually I just think it's boring which sometimes is, can be worse yeah yeah exactly yeah it, it yeah it's the wrong kind of monotonous and maybe i was picking the wrong character or something so i was picking the flying one but you know people like stuff they like i'm sure there's stuff that people would wrongly think wasn't very good that i like but um <laughs> but i don't know yeah also if i'm just trying to upset him i don't like pinball either but that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there yeah speaking of which uh, here's his want same as last month but throw Bally and Williams tables for FX3 onto the pile. Yeah, I've got nothing to add to that, really, so fair play. And his bin. Borderlands stuff is done for, in the meantime. I might go back and do a run through the pre-sequel with a class I've never used. Might be a while before that happens. Not having time to play games and when I do have time feeling knackered and not being able to carry it out. Less of that, please. Life. He likes... Borderlands a lot more than I, I do and he, he's played a lot of it which is basically why he's he's put in right it's just that he's, he's played too much of it yeah. I feel like Borderlands 2 left very sour note with me and I, I'm not entirely sure why but because I, I really liked the first one I, I was looking forward to the second and I enjoyed it initially and then just by the time I got to the end of that game I, I kind of really didn't ever want to play Borderlands again but I feel like they, they must be pretty close to, to announcing the third it feels everything seems to have pointed towards them being making progress on it or like doing the work on it and it, it's it's maybe not that far away and there was a rumor that it was going to be fairly imminent and they were going to announce it quite soon but i don't think that's happened so but yeah they must be close to announcing it yeah and finally uh regiment his play edf 4.1 like sly said we've been slowly making our way through a giant wedge of b movie cheese it's one of those games that's just pure fun there's not much to it besides shoot the things. Okay, they're dead. Here's some more things. Shoot them too. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. Marvel's Spider-Man. Like EDF. This has a really relaxing quality too. But it's in the stuff outside the game. Just swinging through NYC is great fun. The missions are good fun too. I know they're tonally completely different. But I keep feeling like it's a more frenetic Arkham City. In the best possible way. Yoku's Island Express. Absolutely gorgeous game. I've loved every minute I've spent with this title. Even when I can't quite get the angle to hit the right spots. A common complaint from the wife too. Funnily enough, the charm pulls me through and means I don't want to put it down. At all. Guitar Hero Live. Random. I know. But I spent an entire afternoon playing this a weekend or two ago. Still outstandingly fun. But it turns out the servers for GHTV are being turned off in December. So if you want to get back into this, do it now. Hollow Knight. My first Souls-like experience, and one I'm loving. The art style is fantastic, the Metroidvania design makes it feel familiar. So I'm not too far out of my depth, 
and it's great to play. I just wish I was a bit better at it. Yeah, another one for Yoku's Island Express. I'm glad that picked up a bit of steam in the end. A few of us played it, and it's, um, it's a great game. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of, of digital pinball, so I, I might give it a miss. It looked a bit fiddly using it for... Not that bad, but a little fiddly from using it for the platform. It is on sale at the minute, and so I did toy with it as that game to take on holiday. It, it seemed like it might be the thing, but I might just wait for it to go a little bit cheaper, because I think it's about a tenner at the minute, and if it turns out quite quickly that I don't like it, that might not have been the best use of my money. I'll give it a go at some point, I think. Because I hear a live, that's an unusual one. I, I completely forgot that that existed. It's all right as well, you know. It was a cool idea. I'm not. Su- I'm surprised it's still going, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, I, I might join him on that and play a little bit before it gets turned off. It was it was all right. It was a cool thing, but I kind of just finished it and then put it down, never to play again. It wasn't. It wasn't the the rebirth of, of that genre that I guess a few people were kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping in a way. And his want. Kingdom Hearts 3. I still want to do a playthrough of the rest of the series to reacquaint me with the universe and story. But the more I see of this, the more I want it. Tangled looks especially incredible. Can. Not. Wait. Might be worse than Mario Party is a one. I don't get the Kingdom Hearts thing. The thing is, I found with watching all the footage that we've been inundated with since E3, I quite have an affinity for Disney. Like, old Disney especially. And I would quite like a Disney RPG. It's the Final Fantasy stuff that really rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, I don't like Final Fantasy anyway. I don't like JRPGs. But it's just a really weird mishmash. Like, it doesn't fit at all. No. All the, the old Disney characters and new Disney characters and Pixar and stuff, yeah, that'd be quite cool. But I don't get the Final Fantasy thing. And I never have. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It the problem for me is, and it's a problem with a lot of Disney stuff in general, it's all a bit too... Uh, so I was complaining about Dragon Quest starting off as a bit safe and a bit twee, and um, it's what did Nino Kuni 2 for me as well. I, I didn't really click with that for the same thing. It's all just a bit toothless. And yeah, that sort of saccharine stuff just does nothing for me. Final Fantasy, again, a lot of it has the same issue for me. So yeah, but at least it looks... I can see the appeal in terms of just how good it looks but I it's a, a series that uh, the first one I sort of I could understand oh it's better than people think people have dismissed it because of this as it's got a worse and b more nonsensical I'm a little surprised but I also want to end with a positive because we have criticized everyone's picks <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of what we, we, we're here to do yeah so I don't know I, I don't think I'll ever play it I don't think I'll be wrong about it either but I hope it is a good game for the people that are looking forward to it. Because yeah. Final Fantasy XV was, apparently. I, I didn't really play enough of it, but that was a good game, and that had the exact same issues for me. As and But people ended up loving that. Yeah, and finally has been. Life. I've changed my hours in work, so I'm off on a Monday with the little dude, and do longer hours the four remaining days. My days currently start at 5.30am, and I finally get to sit down at around. It was about 8.45 last night. Gives me little to no motivation to do anything else. That doesn't sound great fun. My days are similarly long. I start at half five. I leave the house before six and I'll get back about quarter to eight. So not far off the same as him. Yeah, that is long. It's a long day for me, but it's only four days of work. Well, two days yeah. and then two nights. My, uh, I have sympathy for him. It's not good. Nope. Yeah, that's it. So 
that's about it really so um, we'll see you soon